for the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. man this is just a little recap we wanted to do a little recap of episode 132 with dominique perry um we're gonna call this real spill psych we just what are we calling this i thought that was the title i guess we can make it real spill the reality is I thought that was gonna be our new thing going forward yeah that's what we're gonna try and do where we kind of talk about the podcast and uh the people we've interviewed how we did, went through the process what the process was like how i've probably been nervous for some of these interviews and some of the tactics or practices. It's funny to me. Some of the practices that I use. Yeah, I wouldn't say tactics. This sounds strategic. Yeah, a little bit more strategic than, than it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all I do, I mean, like, we had Dominique Perry. Shout out to Dominique Perry, man, for coming on to the show again. Yes. Um, she's very down to earth, very beautiful spirit, very cool easy to talk to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like she didn't have to to take this man and the funny thing about it is I, I know that we have thousands of listeners but the funny thing about it is i even i just talked to you on when i just finished interviewing dominique and i was like how do we get our numbers up you know what i'm saying like for followers because it's like we get big interviews we get mm-hmm. big interviews locally we've had big interviews out you know in other states you know yeah. what i'm saying working on interviews in other countries like we're doing different things but i just think both of us have been focused on the business and neither one of us kind of really devote as much time as necessary to, to the social media yeah so hey social media interns we're looking for you yeah you know what i'm saying come join the team what are the benefits and you know you you might ask what are the benefits <laughs> of being a social media you know person for the reality is well first of all you know the connections that we have you get those same connections yeah. To to the the build interviews. Your resume. Build your resume. The interviews that we do, you get to say you help create or set up those, you know, interviews and be a part of that team as far as the marketing networking part of it. Yeah. So yeah, we I'm not trying to get nobody to steal your shine, but you know, you what? you get a lot of access, and like you said, you build your resume. You get to be in the same room with some of these people when we start interacting and get ready to start traveling to these places to interview these people in person. So there is a benefit to it. And if you follow the podcast or you research the history of the podcast, then you also will see that we've grown a lot. Oh yeah, the marketing the growth is a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, the marketing is better. You know, we went from and and the funny thing about it is to be able to go from having a lot of people around. And not getting as much done to and having a smaller, shit going. yeah, and having a smaller core around now, but it's more strategic, it's more uh, straightforward, and it's people who really want to do this. So, I mean, we had to tear it down to rebuild it back up, and it's 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 going good. Yeah, a lot of people always asking you, how do you get these interviews to pop off? How do you get Saul Williams? You know, even though that fell through the cracks the first time we tried it, but. How did you get Saul Williams to to want to be on the, the Reality Is podcast? How did you get Dominique Perry to want to be on the podcast? How do you get uh what was uh, the the entomologist Doctor Cat? Yeah, who's been on like Good Morning America and yeah. spoke with the Huffington Post? How did you get Melanin Origins on? How did you get and pff, I always say it's you. So what is the process? What is your your mindset when you go out to reach out for other people? Or more currently, what was your mind process or your thought process 
when you reached out to Dominique Perry? What made you want to reach out to her? Because I didn't tell you to do it. No, a lot of times I just, um, depending on what's going on, that's a show that we both enjoy. Yeah. Um, I remember when she was first introduced onto, onto the show, your initial reaction. So usually if I see that you're excited about somebody or something, I'll try to reach out because I'll be like, oh, that's a good person to have on a podcast or I think this would be a good interview. And as far as the process is concerned, like it's really nothing special. Um, it's just about doing your research and not being afraid to reach out. Um, I haven't gotten everybody that I've reached out to to say yes to it, but it's just being prepared and open to taking a chance. And being more consistent. Oh, yeah. Consistency is always key. That little pause I was trying to finish my little drink. Yeah, and I was trying to sit up straight because I'm trying something new and I don't think that was a good idea. No, nah, you can go ahead and sit up. And basically what <laughs> she's did, I mean, we just sitting up in my living room recording <laughs> and talking and she's laying across the couch like she about to get ass fucked. Oh, so, that's real spill for real. Yeah, so they, I mean, they get to vision and envision you laying across the couch. I don't think I want everybody envisioning me like that, but yeah, hey, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you'll be alright. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Hey, you can't you can't stop that. But the process is great, man. I I really enjoyed the interview. Like I said, I felt I was nervous at the beginning. I think when you hear the beginning, you'll kind of hear me stumbling yeah. over my words a little bit and all of the little la 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 like all of those that I tried at the beginning to loosen yeah. up my jawbone and not be nervous. And yeah. that's just always weird to me. I even smoke to to calm my nerves down. Yeah, you hit it like twice, and then you were like, "Okay, let's go." Let's and I get was it. like, "All right." And then I went in. I'm like, "Mary," <laughs> yeah, I was shaking like motherfucking young thug singing. I don't know. That's funny to me because when yeah, whenever you get ready to do a big interview, you're like always like, "Oh, I'm nervous," and I'm like, "Why?" Like, if anything, I would be the one that's nervous, yeah. which is exactly why you don't catch me out here doing a streets. podcast by myself or trying to be on the forefront. Cause that ain't my thing. Why are you looking at me like that? I was going to leave that silence. So you know how when Martin. <laughs> yeah, when Martin, was, that's what Martin, I felt like. How Martin did Gina when she I wanted to really. I started to go be, into that high pitched yeah. voice too. Cause I got nervous. <laughs> when she really, uh, when he had a bring, when he brought, uh, when Martin brought Gina on the show, cause she felt like she could do the show just as good as Martin. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? Let me fall back on her. Like, hey, yeah. And right in the middle of it, he's like, Hey Gina, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I started to get up, but I was like, yo ass, I probably just leave. This I would have been like, all right, all you right, gonna take over. a break. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I started to do that to you, but I was like, nah, I ain't gonna even do it like that. So nah, man, I, I enjoy the process. Um, again, thanks to Dominique, man. It's a big thing. Uh, when it was first brought to me, when you first brought this to me, it kind of, I didn't believe it. Yeah, you, know you what I'm never saying? get excited. I always, I'm always geeked. I never get excited. Get... I'm, I'm a pessimist. You know what I'm saying? And you know me. I've had yeah. so much shit go wrong in my life that it's like I don't believe it until it's done. I'm the type of person that like if if I went and got a job, let's say Revolt TV was like, hey. Anthony, we want you. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't literally tell anybody until my name is on the dotted line and they say, hey, this is the contract. But see, I because guess, I just feel like they would still take it away from me. Yeah. You know, like a fear of just things being removed from me or things failing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think that's why, like, for the most part, I have started waiting until I actually get the final confirmation before, before I tell you. Yeah. Um, because I did recognize that. But when I do call you still, because I think even with this interview, I was like at work when I got the confirmation and I was like jumping out of my seat and yeah. my coworker, which you know who I'm yeah. talking about, she was like, What's the, what you do this time? Because I know you did something great. Yeah. And I told her, she was like, oh man, like she was lit. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll be I'll call you and I'm expecting the same reaction because I was like, 
like, guess who you're going to be interviewing? And I and said, he's like, who? I don't know. I said, I don't, well, I tried to guess. I thought for a minute, I was like, who? And I think I said, I gave somebody's name and he was like, no, nah, that's not it. And then he was like, guess again. And I was like, clearly I'm not going to yeah, do it because I don't know what you've been working on. So I was like, uh, you're going to be interviewing Tasha from Insecure. And I was like, oh, man, that's yeah, what's up. Yeah, but you sounded so melancholy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know. I was, I was just like, like, oh, man, that's okay. what's up. And I hung up the phone, and it wasn't until, like, I think it was, like, two days later when I could actually tell you were excited. Then I was like, okay. It had, well, it had to set in for me because it's one of those things to where, like I said, after the whole Saul Williams deal where we had confirmation and we were on live radio recording, and you reached out to his person, his, you know, his assistant, 10 minutes before he was supposed to be on five minutes before he was supposed to be on two minutes before he was supposed to be on. And then as I say, taking a break, all right, again, you're listening to the reality is where filtering becomes extinct up next. We got the great poet, Saul Williams. And then it's like, we come back from the commercial and it's no Saul Williams. And we had to act like, yeah, we didn't even have this set up to be. That was, uh, today. Uh, that was in the beginning. So that was like rookie mistake. Number one for, yeah. uh, cause you know, going out to do the promotions, but and we then, got the press package from them. So when you get a press package from somebody to run that, you think that, you know, you're safe. Yeah, you do, but you never know what's going to happen. I mean, it could have been like in his in his situation, he blanked on the interview yeah. or, you know, something else could come up or whatever. So you never know what's going to happen. And then for me in that moment, because it was my first um, big interview working with this podcast, it wasn't my first celebrity interview that you set up yeah yeah but just for your podcast with it being so new and i know at that time you were still I working you with to toot your people. little horn <laughs> ah, you know it wasn't my first celebrity interview that i've set up well you know go ahead and stroke your own dick no, no 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 you want, some loop, you want some vaseline for that shit it wasn't even like that but Is okay. it eight inches or nine inches <laughs> you know you always said if i was a dude i'd have a big dick no it would be eight inches oh, okay yeah but anyway at least huh <laughs> okay but anyways, I know at that time you were still working with people yeah. and I just remember seeing the look on their faces. Like yeah. when once everybody realized he wasn't gonna call in, I felt like shit. And that see, that's day. the thing too. We had and that was the time where we had like a team of fifteen, yeah. so the studio was full. Yeah, it was. And you had even called in some backup because you was like, Oh, I, I feel like this person will be good oh, to yeah, sit in yeah, for this man. interview. Yeah. And I just remember seeing their faces and I was like, Y'all shit. fucking failures. Y'all done got us out the bed on a Saturday morning to fail us like this. Yeah, so yeah. it's always a lot of pressure, like even with this one, um, I love you, Saul Williams, even though I still <laughs> bought your third well, like my fifth book. I didn't read the last one, US of A. Because I wanted to give his ass a two-piece and a biscuit at that point in time. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Shit happens, man. It's not his fault. You know, timing and whatever like that. I still love him. But I, I still I still can't pull myself to come read that book yet. Yeah, I think it's always nerve-wracking. Because even with Dominique, even though she called in like a week a ahead week of before, time. And like, got the email confirmation. Yeah, I usually always um, send out confirmations either one or two days before yeah. the actual date. Yeah. So I did send that confirmation email out yesterday. And a part of me was kind of nervous because I didn't get a response. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to say anything to Anthony first and foremost. Cause yeah. then he, he'll start going straight negative. <laughs> so I didn't get the response. Person. And I remember when I initially reached out, it was like quick, quick, mm-hmm. quick. So I was like, Oh man, I, trap, hope, it, trap, trap, I was like, hope it comes through. And so I was sitting, I forgot where I was this morning, but I was out running errands and my phone pinged and it was a confirmation saying, yeah, we're, we're good to go still. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, I called you and I was like, yep, she coming through for real. So man, I went, you know, I was going with, Going through the Talking Greasies live podcast the other night, man. When are we gonna do another live podcast? Oh, we got one coming up. I think we. I think the people need it, man. Yeah. We. We. we I feel like 
yeah, I feel like we do shit well. We've yeah. gotten better along the way. And I feel like, yeah, man, we got, and I keep talking because I'm like, we got some good shit coming up in the wintertime, man. Yeah. And we're going to be rolling them dates out real soon. Pay attention to the website, www.therealityis.com forward slash merch. We got shirts. So if you need a shirt. Shirts already on sale. So hit us up. We got the dad hats coming. We got the mugs coming. We got the hoodies coming. Hell, I want some socks. Maybe yeah. even some fucking drawers. Shout out to the point. plug in Florida, though. Yeah, man. Shout out to the homie. JG! <laughs> I'm going to call you in a minute, bro. We're going to get this, you know, we're going to get another podcast going. It's crazy how your circle is expanding with people that's not even from here. And not even from here. That's crazy. I just told my homie Jeremiah, he's from Chicago. Shout out to the homie Jeremiah. And I remember when I was talking to him, I said, hey, bro, Chicago niggas are some of the realest motherfucking niggas I've ever met in my goddamn life. Yeah. Like, literally, like, when I talk to them, I don't even say nigga. I always address them as young gods of my G's. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like the respect that that like uh Jason and and Richard Gray, the respect from them, my homeboy, uh like I said, Jeremiah, uh Jason, Jason Ferguson, Ferguson, shout out to happy birthday, happy belated birthday to the homie O.L. Buckley. Like him, my homie, uh the little homie uh Leonard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like all these Chicago dudes, like I don't even really got Texas homeboys. Yeah. I maybe got like a handful of And the them. thing that you hear about Texas and then Dallas dudes is that they just all fuck niggas. Pretty much. They some whole asses. <laughs> you know, so it's like, damn. I don't know. Yeah. But that's all I got to say, man. Real spill. We out of here. We weren't trying to give you nothing real, you know, greasy. And then we just want to start letting you guys know how we come up with the process, where the thought comes from when we do the interviews, why we wanted to do it how we felt when we did it because the reason I do it is because a lot of people always talk to me other podcasters and they're like how do you do this and they act like I got all the answers and I don't the -hmm. same way you podcasters who are starting out there with five episodes or three episodes keep pushing that motherfucking shit out even when somebody says that your shit ain't right keep pushing that shit yep all I would tell you the best advice I can give you and I'm talking particularly to to black podcasters don't just talk about music don't just talk about sports and don't just talk about entertainments because entertainment because that puts you you are putting yourself in a box and i heard somebody tell me that they don't really curse or say the n-word on their podcast because they want to appeal to white people as well you will appeal to white people in all fucking races by being who the fuck you are if you cuss if you fucking ratchet be who you are because they buy white people buy into authentic things Mm -hmm. that's why they when you look people period and when you hear white people most of the time when they listen to hip-hop they ain't listening to this new shit they listen to the old shit old hip-hop is more authentic they like old shit Mm-hmm. You ain't got to change and cater to no white folks or no other race to, to get anything. That, you're bound to lose yourself. Yeah. And they're going to be able to control you and move you and do whatever. We don't have multiple platforms reach out to us about changing and doing things or not cursing or not saying certain things. Or when I first started this podcast, people were like, you are too real. You saying too much real shit. You calling white folks crackers. You calling black yeah. folks niggas. You calling Hispanics, whatever, or making jokes. But it's like, and you know, a but you white know what? person reached out to you. Because to come put me that. and put me on a bigger platform. Yeah. Shout out again, as I always say, to the homie Jay Soderberg of Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to keep doing me. I'm going to be the same person I am. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm educated. I don't have to go in and be like, oh, let me look, let me read a line out of this Freudian book. I think she has actually done this. And as a sign of the identification, she has created an unfulfilled wish in reality. 
But what is the meaning of hysterical identification? To clear this up, a thorough exposition is necessary. Identification is highly important factor in the mechanism of hysterical symptoms. I don't have to do this shit. Great read by frauding them. But uh, <laughs> I ain't supposed to get on her talking that yak. If I'm going to be fake on my podcast and be something different, then I got to do that shit on my nine to five at work. And then yeah. you're trying to live by the, the religion. Like, when are you living your own life if you're doing what people want you to do at work and your free time in church and everything else? When are you being who the fuck you want to be? Yep. It's a good you question. Know, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, you got anything before we shut this shit down? I have nothing. I'm trying to think of something. I need to say something. I think I want to have a nasty podcast. Okay. Get me a porn uh, a, a porn star next. I knew that was coming. Two of them. And I want to sit in the studio. Of course you do. I ain't wearing no underwear. Oh, my God. I'm going to be like that old nigga. That, like that nigga we saw in Dillard's that time. I'm done. <laughs> that nigga cock was so big. I said, <laughs> my God, today. I am done. I remember I said, hey, check that out. And you know most niggas be like man Hey they'll try and turn you the other way and walk you somewhere So you don't get to see it Hey that nigga dick was big <laughs> And that nigga was walking like Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like fuck with me yeah. you know I got <laughs> Man he had on some went like jogging pants But he was an old cat he probably looked yeah. like he was either Late 50s early 60s and I'm like And he was strolling around with his hands behind his back too And I'm like he and I was like yeah This nigga ain't got no drawers on either, <laughs> the nigga, either the nigga had a big ass dick or he had a strap on Either or you couldn't miss it so we out of here, man. As I always say, man, in, inhale courage to excel success. And as I always tell you listeners, thank you for listening. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. Go sign up for the podcast on Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, uh, fuck SoundCloud. We off of that shit now. Um, you know what I'm saying? And get you about three episodes. Yeah, SoundCloud. they tried to get your boy for playing that real shit. <laughs> But you know, we're going to keep pushing, man. Like I say, leave us a rating or a review. Even if you hate it, we don't care if it's a good review. We don't care if it's a bad review. We just want to hear from you, man. We love you. We appreciate you. And we hope we can keep bringing you a great podcast right here on the Roberts Media Group with Blog Talk Radio. Holla. Yeah, y'all I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Straight off the lot. 300 cash. And the car came with a blunt in it. Little mama a thot. And she got ass. And she gonna fuck up a bag. Pull up to the spot. Living too fast. Dropping the dope in the stash. In Italy. Got too far and hoes. They DM me. Draw the top. When it's cold but you feel the heat. For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.